When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. I cannot say in this century, certainly, uh, I would have to say, I guess, in this decade, that gopher hockey has fallen off the map more than any any what was considered a major sport in the Twin Cities. Because, you know, obviously, when the uh, Wild first came to town, uh, the Gophers won two straight national championships, so uh, they were they were obviously on the radar. And the first one of those came in St. Paul, and there were nineteen thousand people, and it was crazy. But uh, I don't. I think it was waning before they went to the Big Ten. I I, I do too. I, I yes, think yeah. that uh, uh, we were. I was over there. You know, I used to go myself. I'm not Mister Hockey, but I'd go two or three Fridays a year and get a column out of it. And the WCHA, which people remember, and I thought Lucia made a pretty good point, was not with Bemidji and Mankato. And uh, you know, you played North Dakota four times. You played UMD four times. Saint Cloud got in it. You played them four times, and and it had changed. You'd already gotten a public that had started skipping you when they were in mariucci 10 years ago they would play a game and they'd announce ten thousand, but there'd be seven thousand people there 7500 and that you know the and most of them remember the most more expensive seats were the ones that the the corporate customers down there were not by were not showing up their tickets weren't being used and here's the deal if you're a corporation in this town Let's say, who should I say? Uh, a bank, okay. Or let's say my guys at Cambria. If you're if you're Marty Davis at Cambria, sure. Or you know wherever, you got the Twins beating you up for a suite. You got the Vikings beating you up for a suite. You got the Wild beating you up for a suite. You got the Timberwolves beating you up for a suite. And then you got the Gophers keep. Adding on to your ticket prices, right? Mm-hmm. You got, okay, you got go for football. Hey, first of all, give us $5 million to help us build a football stadium, right? Mm-hmm. To get the football stadium. And then, by the way, buy really good seats, and then we're going to gouge you as much as we can with donations. And I'm, I'm not, I'm just throwing this out. I, I have not talked to Marty about this. But you are getting beat up, even 
You know, you were getting beat up from so many angles. And all of a sudden, the Vikings have a new stadium, and it's three times more expensive to buy your suite and buy your tickets than it was in the Metrodome. And the, the Twins are more expensive. And the Wild are, you know, wildly expensive, but your fan, your, your people want those tickets, right? They want to go to Wild games. And the Timberwolves now, I mean, they've been the, they've suffered immensely. And, uh, but now they've you know, revamped they're, their they're, arena. They're, and yeah, they're, yeah, they're number four. There's no doubt they're number four. And the Gopher, and, you know, go for basketball and go for hockey. The prices were out of sight. And the product, and you know, who cares? Okay, here's let me. Here's what you do to these people. Go for basketball, for instance. I got a uh, fourteen. I got a what a sixteen, seventeen game home schedule, right? Yep. And there's six games I want to see, or seven. The Big Ten game, right? Yeah. I mean, you're gonna you're you're giving me. I got to pay you for seventeen games. And there's seven of them I want to go to. What am I going to do with playing Illinois, Chicago? Yeah, yeah, what am I going to do with the tickets to those other ten games? I don't want to watch Rutgers. That's a Big Ten game. I don't want to watch them. And hockey is the same way. Who's? It got to the point where okay, we're playing Bemidji. Okay, maybe some people from Bemidji want to be here, but I, I, I got these expensive tickets. And first of all, we got the non-conference games, and then we got the games and then we got the big 10 it just i think it just gets to a point where people are eating too many tickets the twins have gone through that obviously their season tickets have gone from twenty five thousand to twelve thousand there's just so many other there's just so many other there's so much more stuff yes and stub up you can go on you can go on some ticket outlet and instead of me paying 75 bucks for a go for hockey ticket i can pay 12 bucks on StubHub, right well i i will agree with you that the the interest did wane before the big 10 hockey conference oh. ever even existed but i will say yes. this i remember you know when i was going to school in mankato and this was a long time ago this is you know 18 years ago but when when it it was a ritual where i know college hockey has such a smaller audience compared to the other sports but when you knew it was going to be Friday night, Saturday night, and you had the Gophers in town, or you know me oh, following sure. the Mavericks, when the Mavericks were playing at the U, you knew that they were there was going to be a ton of kids that were going to gather around the television and either watch it in Mankato or make the drive to the Twin Cities, and that's the interest that is not there anymore. The 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 twenty year old to the thirty year old that might potentially go to a road game or a road series, those people aren't doing that anymore. And yeah. I think that that's what's really hurt this particular program because whether you liked the Gophers or hated the Gophers, they were always a draw when they came to your campus. Oh, sure. Yeah, they did. And uh, right, you know, that's probably one of the things is, okay, the Gophers were going to go play St. Cloud. They they probably don't even hate them anymore because they're just as good as they are. So right. I don't know what it is, but it has fallen off the map. And. I think example A is the two newspapers. I've, I've mentioned that. The Star Tribune. All, now, Randy Johnson started covering go for hockey again after the football season was over in February and March. But we used to go on, uh, both Minneapolis and St. Paul used to go on road trips. They'd go on the road with not, you know, not for non-conference games at Massachusetts Lowell, but the conference 
games, they would go on the road trips with them, and go for hockey was a beat. And now they, you know, don't cover probably more than half. They only cover the home games now, and some of those they didn't even cover in the non-conference part of the schedule. And nobody complains. It's it's They've just gotten lost in the shuffle, and I'm sure that a new coach will fire up some of the old timers but uh the the days of uh a hard to get ticket at uh at mariucci arena are long over i think i think it's a permanent decline i do too and i think that the the one thing that they haven't done is they didn't adapt you know they overplayed their hand as you were mentioning with the the over they they, they priced themselves out of the market too and it just it was a combination of so many really poor decisions that ultimately led to the situation that they're currently in yeah, Jess, uh, Jess mentioned that. And, you know, Norwood did a lot of it by, I think Norwood, uh, you know, the one of his last acts there, they had a decent year in hockey. And didn't they, was he here when they made it to the, when they got to the title, title when game? When they lost to a Union. Union? Yeah, was he was here? 2014. So. Was it, was he here? He might not have been here yet. But, but he thought that those were hard no, to he get was, he was here because he because Norwood was the one who fired Tubby, right? And Tubby got fired yeah. after after the 13th. Okay, okay. So, yeah. So, so he, okay, he said, hey, we can charge. They already, they already had a small little fee that they wanted you to pay. He goosed that up, and he goosed it up for basketball to the, the point basketball tickets are outrageously priced. And then, of course, he tried it in football, and that backfired completely. I mean, you got, okay, I've made a lot of fun of P.J. Fleck, and he drives me nuts. You guys might have noticed this. But you get the super salesman of all time in here for gopher football last year. And I'm driving back from the Saturday show the day he had his spring game, and there are people carrying oars into the into TCF Bank Stadium. And he is... You know, when I write something making fun of him, I hear from uh, hundreds of people that are outraged that uh, they the Minnesota public likes this guy, and they still didn't go to the games. The crowds were still terrible yeah. because the prices, the Gophers have overpriced everything, and they're not. This is a pro town. They're a college. You know they're 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 second fiddle in this town. It's not Iowa. It's not Madison. No. It's not. Yeah, I, I completely and, get. And they have overpriced their. You know, when you go to a college game, you don't expect to get ripped off. And that's the college fan is not the guy who wants the guy or gal who wants to get ripped off, and they're getting ripped off. And the to grow, that, you must fail. <laughs> and yes. the fact too, Pat, that the two biggest revenue generating sports basketball and football they've done like on the field and on the court they've done nothing yes they've done they've really done next to nothing to even like draw people in to want to pay those types of prices they want a quick lane bowl manny (laughs) (laughs) i was Uh, there yeah they did and it was uh you know and they went to a citrus bowl me and 65 people saw it happen live All righty, we will be back. Chip Scoggins was over listening to the Don. He might still be listening to the Don for all we know. We'll be back with Chip. Chip Scoggins, Star Tribune, sports columnist. Uh, you were overseeing the Don today. He didn't let Coyle get a word in edgewise, man. <laughs> it was a very classy farewell press conference by Lucia, and uh, I thought he was 
and he, you know, he kind of cut open the vein. and was very good talking about his career and decision to, uh, you know, to step aside. And and I do think, I do think Pat that this has been on his radar for a while. Yes. He, he mentioned I asked him, you know, kind of how long you've been thinking about this, and he said, well. Last summer, I was sitting at a Bantam hockey yeah. game in August, and I thought to myself, do I really want to be doing this? So I think this has sort of been on his radar, and then um, I don't think, I'd, personally, I didn't think he'd ever come to a point where they would have to fire him. I don't think they would have gone forward if he would have been stubborn about it, but I think it was sort of a mutual thing that, hey, he even said, now is the right time to step down and let someone else do it. Yeah, and uh, they, uh, you know, he, they're giving him his money. They gave him the contract, yeah. and he's uh, he's getting his money. And he, yeah, I, I agree with you. And I I told these guys that, uh, you know, I I always had a lot of fun needling the Don about how what a talent advantage and what a market advantage he had. Mm-hmm. And I ran into him last year over at our station, and he was like. He was just loose as hell and talking about stuff, and I said, "Ah, this isn't the old tense guy who really, <laughs> who let all the critics drive him nuts. He had, he had sailed on beyond that, and he was, you know, if you wanted to criticize him, fine. He, he could retire on his laurels and not uh, really worry about what you had to say about him. But he's right about, you know, the Gopher Hockey uh, group, which is get getting smaller and smaller as far as the hardcore fans. They yeah. do all think they're genius." They do think they know more than the coach, probably as much as any team in town. Yeah, and, and I've had a number of conversations with him um, the last, I would say, three years, just one-on-one sitting in his office chatting. And I will say the one thing I think that really bothered him throughout his tenure was just the criticism that he wasn't a Minnesota guy. And he, he never understood that. Now, he's from, Yeah, he's you, from you, Grand Rapids, for God's sake. Yeah, and that he wasn't a gopher guy. He, wasn't, yeah. he didn't play for the gophers, that, you know, that he wasn't part of the program. And it's not a big deal when you're winning national championships, but when you're losing all of a sudden that you're not a yeah. gopher guy. And that, it sort of, he just never understood that, and I don't understand that. I mean, that provincial take that, well, you've yeah. got to play for the gophers if you're going to coach him. That's, that's complete nonsense. It, it is stronger in hockey. It, it's, it's strong in hockey, and it's not really strong in any other sport. We don't care in any other sport, but the, the puckheads have a different view of life. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, but they and, are they have fought really i mean uh, we were just talking about it the competition in this market now and uh, and the fact that tickets are so overpriced and uh, there's only about three teams on the schedule you really want to see uh, you yeah. don't have north dakota anymore that when it matters i mean it's they have fallen off the radar man yeah and he he mentioned that it was kind of a confluence of Boy, that scholarship seeding could not – for football, hockey, oh, that, it, oh, yeah. nor, I don't know if Norwood knows how bad he screwed that up. Oh, because man. for the whole department, he thought he was going to capitalize on Jerry Kill's popularity and go into a, you know, a, a New Year's Day game for the first time. Uh, the hockey, they thought, well, we'll just do it and no one will care. They'll keep paying it. And then you're going in – for hockey, you're going into the Big Ten conference, which was unpopular at the same time. And so those two things – and then you weren't winning as, as much as people would want, and then – now you're seeing the results of it. Of football, they can't get people to come back. No, <laughs> and, and I was just saying you got the super salesman all time, and as much heat as I've given him, I admit that you know he's he's his vibe has worked as far as people defending him, but they don't buy tickets. There has I don't can't I can't remember in the years I've been covering him a bigger backfire by administration. Well, maybe hiring Tim Brewster, but yeah. enacting that putting that scholarship seating in and it's just once you drive them away it is so hard to get people to come back and they're finding that out uh that 
you know, even though Coyle froze that final year of that scholarship season, people still are irate, and they just dropped him and said, forget it. I'll buy him on the street if there's a game I want to go to, but I'm not buying, spending that money for a product that, let's you know, be honest, is not a championship product. Now, if they, if they start becoming Wisconsin and going to Rose Bowl, they'll be different, but when you're not, people are not going to pay for it. And, yeah, that, that was an all-time backfire by Teague. And uh, the two programs that face the toughest competition in this town is football and hockey. You got mm-hmm. the Wild over there. They've averaged 102% of capacity since the day they signed Parisi and Suter. And those prices are outrageous. You don't have, you don't have money left over for go for hockey tickets after no. that. And the, the Vikings, you know, they own the town, and now they got this new glorious stadium that they're playing in. Uh, go for football. That, that You just feel like you're in the minor leagues when you go to TCF Bank Stadium with this new stadium here now. Yeah, and, and I do wonder, Patrick, as much as I like Don personally, I do feel like it was probably time for a change and oh, get a sure. new voice in there. It, it just sort of becomes stale. Um, I do wonder if you get a popular guy, you know, a popular hire that comes in and they start winning, uh, at the level that people think they are, and you're not going to win championships every year like everybody assumes. But if you're if you're just more uh, you know competitive on a national scale than the than what we've seen from the Gophers, um, if uh, fan hockey fans will come back you know easier or quicker than than maybe the football fans have, I, I sort of think they might because that's sort of a hardcore niche crowd that. Um, I think they might be more inclined to come back quicker than what the football crowd has. If they're going to come back, though, they're going to come back on a game-by-game basis. They're not going to come back buying the season tickets. Just like Gopher basketball this year, they they sold, you know, what, another 1,000 season tickets after their good year, but they had their sellouts because people walked up and bought tickets, not because they bought season tickets. Yeah, and that's that's sort of been the answer, I think, with, with Gopher Sports in general. People are saying, I don't want to pay for that scholarship. See, if I want to go see Iowa, I'll just buy the ticket on the street and go yeah. watch Iowa or Wisconsin. And same thing with hockey. That if we want to go see North Dakota, we'll try to buy it off off the street. And it's not, you know, we're not going to invest in season tickets and pay that scholarship premium price. Yeah, it's uh, it is. Uh... It's tough over there because, uh, as I say, the market is just, uh, you know, everybody's, if you own a corporation in town, you're getting beat up by everybody for huge prices, and it's uh, the gophers at the short end of the stick. It will be interesting. Uh, I, th- I think if they, they, here's the deal. They, recruiting has not been their problem. They got no. like 22 guys committed for the next four years already. I mean, they get the best kids, uh, or they get some of the best kids. There's probably more great kids than there used to be, but that's that's not the problem. I, th- you know, I don't know if it's development or just not. Yeah. Uh, one thing, uh, Chip, I think about college hockey is you're not that much better than the other teams like you used to be. You're not that no. much better. Well, and he mentioned that that there's just more programs now, more good players, and so it's. It, um, I know people hate the word parity because you're still Minnesota hockey yeah. and and the perception of that, but there are more good teams, and so um, he 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 made an interesting com- conversation, and I think this is something they've been talking about for a number of years now. That when they went through that cycle uh, of losing guys early to the NHL, where he said we've got to figure out a way to get the 24-year-old player, the 23. You still want to get the elite 
young guy because that's yeah. I mean they're, they're superior talent. But I remember I covered the Frozen Four uh, when they lost to Union. Was it four yes. years ago? Five oh, years yeah. whatever it was. Those and guys were, that team was all twenty five. Every one yeah. of those guys are twenty five. Yeah, some of those guys had uh, children. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. It was, yeah, they were an yeah. older team. I don't know if, if that's the model you want to go with because uh, you still want to get the Casey Middlestead. You know, you want to get that elite talent. But I think they're still trying to struggle with how do you find the right mix of those guys and not be young where you're constantly losing players to the NHL and you can have some kind of depth guys that are older. Uh, hey, the uh, you wrote a, about today about Polanco and the Twins, and uh, mm-hmm. it's uh, the the same old sports writers. Whoa, I you know I I really like this kid. I talked to him some last year. Went and talked to him about two right early in camp. Basically, he, he doesn't need an interpreter. You know, he he studied yeah. the English. You know, they bring they bring English services here. He's a completely different personality than Miguel. You know, Miguel's the big boisterous goofball. And this kid is one of the, as, as far as the Dominican kid, one of the uh, lowest key guys that I've ever been around. And you said, boy, this is you know this is this is the kind of kid you want to have. And now he gets popped for steroids. And I think he, without admitting it, uh, he took a shot in the rear end, and it uh, you know for for whatever reason it turned out to be a steroid. So yeah, and it's it's disappointing for a number of reasons. One is. It's disappointing for him because he had such a good second half of the season last year, and he has 10 home runs, and you're thinking, okay, they found their shortstop, right? And early on, you weren't sure if he was going to be able to handle it defensively. Then his bat struggle when he was going through, I think, some issues. Then his grandfather died, and he really died, and he was really emotional about the first half of the season. But then the light just clicked, and you're thinking, okay, they, they've solved that issue. And, and now, where does this set his development back? I mean, yeah. you, you know, you're not playing 80 games, and so – that's not good for a guy who's still trying to establish himself as a major league player. And, and, and it hurts the Twins, too. I mean, and the, and thing. the other they, thing is people say, well, he went home and he got a shot, and uh, that's why he hit home runs at the end of last year. That's not how steroids work, by the way. No. You take one shot and then start hitting home runs. But, uh, yeah, it's everything he does now. But guess what? Last night I was watching TV, and A-Rod has a show on CNBC about helping other athletes who are in financial trouble. So <laughs> you can be rehabbed, okay? You can be rehabbed here. Yeah, I, I, don't, I, don't really, I don't worry about his, his image so much because, I mean, do we really even think about it with Irvin Santana anymore? No, no. no. I, it, it doesn't even come up, right? I mean, it's. No. I think it's more disappointing. I don't think we're going to label this guy a cheater for the rest of his career. I just think it's disappointing that you have all this optimism, both individually for him and what his season is going to be and in the team, and now all of a sudden, Ten days before the opening day, you've got to find a new shortstop, and your team is not as good without him as it would be with him. And so you've got to make that up somehow. And it's just you know you hate when something like this happens because he, you know you don't have to do that. You know, and, and they know he said it was an instant thing. He didn't know what he's putting his body, but that's not an excuse anymore. You got to know what you're taking if you're a pro athlete. All right, thanks, Chip. Go Vols. Thank you, Patrick. Thanks. Go Vols. I, I didn't manage to agitate him. I guess he doesn't care about basketball, huh? He's got no time for your nonsense. Well, well I, I, I did ask him when I, when I called him to get him on. I did ask him has has you know if he's recovered from losing to Sister Jean because I'm still uh, in recovery upset. from that, and he's just he, yeah he's he's just like me. He just can't believe it. Mm-hmm. All right, hey, we'll be back. You're along for the ride with Roycey. Buckle up. Yeah. 
the thrill ride of the year on 1500 ESPN. You know, Joe Suture started telling us five or six years ago about the wisdom of crows, right? Yes, yeah, he did. How genius they are. Mm-hmm. Well, I was just sitting here when we were talking to Chip, and the a hundred of them came flying towards me to hide up underneath the rafters here of the uh, ballpark. Mm-hmm. And two minute, two one minute later, the thunder started oh. rumbling and the lightning started showing. They're smart. They know what the weather is yeah. going to be. Wait, they are you know in weather? Are you in danger of being where you're at in the ballpark? Uh, only if a crow would come flying in here, and then his relatives would start to come in here. I could get, I could end up uh, like a Tiffy, a Tiffy Hedron ah. in uh, in the birds. Yeah. Okay. You know, Alfred had the hots for her, by the yeah. way, in a yeah. very creepy manner. Yeah. Alfred, Alfred was a great movie maker, but quite a creep. He was known for that. Yeah. Oh, yes. there they are. Wow, they're, they're all are, over right? that studio. <laughs> Here's Johnny Height. Thanks, Patrick. This update sponsored by Firestone Complete Auto Care. Firestone Complete Auto Care, keeping cars running newer, longer. Whatever you drive, drive a Firestone. Wow. You can hear the thunder, Patrick. Yes, it's out there. Now, Kenny's finally in the room, Pat. We, you, you did put the top up on the convertible, not like <laughs> last year. The top is up. Okay, The top good. is up. The windows are up. Everything's ready to roll. <laughs> are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> yes. It was Wetmore last year who said to me about 10.30 and this gully washer was coming down. I thought I saw your car up there with the top down. Did you Did you put it up? Because it was 8 o'clock. Whoops. It was the nicest morning in the history of mankind. And I cast a rather foul word and said, I don't think I did. How many syllables? Went, we want to guess. How many syllables was the bad one? And I went down there, and there were people under umbrellas basically laughing at me. Oh. oh and then they found out it was me, and they really laughed. <laughs> they really let her go. Dozier mentioned it to me today. Three days ago, I was talking to Dozier, and he says, how's your convertible? I said, fine. He says, you kept the top up when it was raining? I said, yeah, I did. I said, how the hell did you find that? You know what you provide to the clubhouse? Levity. Yeah, See? There's that big stooge. All right. <laughs> anyway, Don here's Le- Johnny Hyde. Thanks, Pat. Don Lucia out as head coach of the Gopher hockey team. Press conference held about an hour ago at the press He's conference. He's still going, though, I think. Yeah, I think so. Lucia says he feels blessed for the time he had to coach the Gophers. He said he had lots of great experiences, and he's good with where the program is at. Johnny, we got a new show, Noon to One, Doogie and Don. Oh, It'll be great. Oh, I Doogie love that idea. The Doogie and Don show. Okay. A different world's in action. Finally filling that slot, huh? That new yes, slot. Yes, we are. Are we still looking for one? <laughs> yes. Timberwolves in action tonight. They're at home against the Los Angeles Clippers. Uh, looks like the Vikings are signing Kai Forbath back as their kicker. He's signing a one-year deal with the team. What the hell kind Tubby. of a name is? What the hell kind of a name is Kai Forbath? For God's yeah. sake. Kai, come on. I want you. No, no, Doogie, not Tubby Smith. It's uh, the Don. The Don is going to pair with you from the to one. <laughs> Uh, well, I think I should be given that slot. Mm-hmm. You remember Lou Gelfan, Patrick? Yeah. All I want to do is sit on the station for one hour on the air. And I t- will be the reader's represent, the listener's representative. And the name of the show is, Here's What's Wrong With This Station. <laughs> <laughs> it's just me, one hour of me blasting everything. That's, uh, right. that's yeah. going to take you longer than an hour. <laughs> 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 uh, we have another new football league. We already know we're going to have the XFL, right? Yeah. Now, Charlie Ebersol 
uh, who was uh, the and son of Dick Ego Arisola. maniac Bill Polian. Yeah, Bill Polian. Uh, they're starting a new league uh, called, uh, when I just had it, oh, Alliance of American Football. Wait, the Bill Polian that owns the Colts? Mm-hmm. Uh, John, no, that owned the Colts. He doesn't own the Colts. He was, he was, he was, he was a GM. GM. Used to oh, been on ESPN for 15 years. I'm also sorry. GM of your Buffalo Bills. That's too, right. That's right. He will help he's... him uh, steer the league, and the player side of this new Alliance League will be overseen by Troy Palomalu. Advisors to the league include former NFL players Heinz Warden, Justin Tuck, as well as Dick Ebersole. Uh, McMahon, Vince McMahon, his league, the XFL, is backed by McMahon's money. But this other league backed by others, including former Vikings defensive end Jared Allen, uh, Peter Thiel's funders, uh, Founders Fund, and the Churning Group. Hi, this is Peter. Peter. <laughs> <laughs> Not that Peter. Oh, a different one. So uh, we'll have two new leagues, and this one's going to start uh, right after Super Bowl 53, uh, the week after. I thought Jared no, was going to be a, 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 what do you call it? Uh, Rodeo the, rider. No, 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 he was the Olympic. Um, yeah, curling. 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 He was going to do curling. He can do that, too. He's oh, just an advisor to this league. Oh, just, I see. Yeah. Just an advisor. Yeah. Hey, those it boys happening. Those boys were at the X last night, the uh, the Olympic curling team. Huh. The guy with the they're, mustache, I forget his name, but he was taking pictures outside of where we were taking sitting. their bows. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. All right, Johnny, you better go, Kenny's getting okay. nervous. <laughs> this is the ride with Roycey. Makes you happier, healthier, more intelligent, and honest, according to new research. Oh, Roycey, you're I, in luck. I wouldn't argue with that. <laughs> On 1500 ESPN. The ride with Roycey now continues. It's time for late hits. Gentlemen. Is there any uh, di- uh, job in sports as important as being a place kicker in the NFL that pays so little? This guy's going to make that uh, Kai Kai Forbath. Uh, he's coming back. Uh, last year he made a little over a million. He'll be back for the same amount of money. Once in a while, one of these guys gets paid, right? But most of them... The Vinatieri's of the world get paid. Yeah, yeah. But most yeah. of the time, they just pay him, you know. And the guy, there's no... Okay, four bath. He missed five uh, uh, extra points, although two of them were blocked. And you led the... Five missed was the most. But they, you know, hey, Kai, you want to come back? Okay, yeah. Well, you still get a million. Seniority doesn't do you any good. It's... Uh, <laughs> As 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 important as place kicking is, it's amazing to me how they don't make any money. You know, and the reason that I was particularly personally glad to see that Kai was re-signed is that uh, the Twitter account did Kai miss uh, on Twitter <laughs> does follow me, so I was very happy nice. to see that Kai was coming back for another season with the okay, Vikings. Well, there I think is, there's a Blair. Well, there's one for Blair. Walsh yeah, there was too, right? did Blair miss, which might be the same account, but right. then it changed to did Kai miss. So <laughs> I I thought uh, his average salary per year, by the way. Uh, Let's see. Oh, with the Redskins, he made one point four. Vikings, okay. Last year, uh, they did they did pay him a little more than that, but not 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 anywhere close to two billion bucks for being a kicker, and that, that's a very important job. You got to make them. Yeah. If they run you out there for a fifty-two yarder uh, in a playoff game, they want you to make it, right? Yep. Didn't he make a big one right before uh, the uh, unbelievable the Saints catch? game? Yeah, he did. Yeah, it was like did. fifty-three, something 53 like that. Let's, yards, give, yeah. let's give a little raise. Come on, stop being so cheap, you sob. In fact, <laughs> uh, on January fourteenth at around one forty-five p.m., did Kai miss? Tweeted, nope. 
<laughs> Which means he drilled it. Okay, so that's all he does? It's just, no, yep, nope. Oh, okay. there, there, was, there was an account like that for the Sixers a few years ago, and the Sixers were like really, really bad. Mm-hmm. And there was an account, yes. did the Sixers win? And it would just okay. say no or <laughs> yes. <laughs> Trey Young is uh, going to the NBA to the surprise of no one. Here's Manny. my shocked face. Manny, you are the expert on these things. Is he going to be great or okay? Oh, he's got to get a little bit bigger, I think, because it's going to be hard for him to guard people. But, I mean, he can he shoot. Keeps and he keeps getting compared he, to Steph. I don't see yeah, it. It's, it's, yeah, they're, they're, oh, I don't Steph. see a lot of Steph there. I mean, Steph Everybody was, thought Steph was a little scrawny when he came. But, but he this kid's not nearly the shooter that Steph was in college. I mean, he can shoot, but he's not. I mean, Steph was unbelievable. Steph has been an unbelievable shooter since, yes. David, since high school. <laughs> but, yeah. But, he was... He was He's been an unbelievable shooter since Del Curry impregnated his mother. Right, <laughs> right, right. Yeah. <laughs> the genetics came through on that one because that's Del Curry played what fifteen years shooting threes before three yeah. was the thing to shoot. So, but uh, he's a top ten pick. Yeah, he'll probably probably be you know middle of the middle of the lottery. Somebody somebody will take him. I don't know how good he's going to be because I mean teams figured out. Second half of the yes. season, they figured out how to guard him and just trap him. And although they won't be able to give him that much attention in the NBA, right? As they, no, because you're going to have to. Here. Yeah, because then you'll be leaving really good players wide open, and it'll depend on where he goes to. If a, if a good team and a good coach can get him, then he'll be okay. Now, why kid, do? Okay, go ahead. I was just going to say because the kid from Arizona is the number one pick, right? DeAndre, yes. yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah he's uh, and then uh, Bagley, course, uh, and then Bagley. Of course, five minutes after big five minutes after Carl after. College basketball expert Charles Barkley <laughs> said that he was the greatest player that we've had in college basketball in the NCAA tournament in 20 yeah. years or something like that. Uh, he joined his teammates in basically packing it in and saying, let's let's get the hell out of here. We, we've had enough of Arizona here. Jonas Vassal Inouansas. <laughs> <laughs> He's as a guy who's been known to mispronounce a name. He's my favorite. I guy. did. I found. This I wonder one. how he'd do with ophthalmologist. Uh, he might have a little <laughs> trouble with that one too. Don't trust people like vegetarians. That's not a thing. Everybody likes meat. It's not a thing, Ernie. Just because they say it doesn't make it true. You don't think they're actually vegetarians? There's no such thing as a vegetarian. Nobody doesn't like meat, Ernie. Trying for him tonight. It's not a thing. Nobody doesn't like meat. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> God, he's a beauty. It is. Yeah, he is. Uh, he is uh, That's not a thing. Ain't nobody don't like me. If you're affable, you can get away with damn near anything. Anything. Yeah, and you're not. The thing about him is he's not at all thin-skinned. He can say anything you want right. about him, and he, he doesn't care, and that's that's what gets you oh. away with it. Uh, <laughs> so what do, you, uh, what do you think, gentlemen? Do we really need it? And I don't think these football... These football leagues that have lousy quarterbacks, pro football leagues, are not going to make it. Nope. I, you you get guys, if you don't have competent quarterbacks, the game becomes unwatchable. Yes. That's what happened with the XFL. Uh, that's what happened with every other league. They come in. That's what happened with the, the golfers. 
Yeah, yeah, the Gophers. I mean, <laughs> Demery Croft will start in the new XFL, and that's, I mean, whatever the hell, not the... the whatever this, they're going to call a, it. What, uh, the American Alliance, of, or the Alliance of American Football, the AAF. But I can see that egomaniac Bill, and here, here's what happened. Ebersol's kid must have watched the old XFL show and said... Hell, I can do this. We can do this, yeah. And then Napoleon, uh, who was up for anything that makes him look like a genius. I can't stand that guy. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's another one. They're going to start. It'll last a couple of years, eight franchises. And uh, and it's a peep, peep, we're, we're all football mad, but we have all the football we need, right? In fact, yeah. you could you argue start that August, there's too much football right yes, now. Yeah, you start August 1st, and you... Uh, you know, you go till February third, and then you throw in the college football season is now August twenty fifth. You're going to come in, and you know, in right after the Super Bowl. Well, we don't. We watch the Super Bowl. We want to relax a little bit, yeah, right? Football. We, we need watch. a break for a little. Yeah, bit. we need a break for it's football. Not just We're going to get ready me. for the draft. It's not. Uh, by they're, the way, they're not going to work. By the way, speaking of Bill Polin, you guys saw a few weeks ago when he's. He's already slapping the wide receiver label on on Lamar Jackson. Oh, not I even, appreciate that. Yeah, like he was not, too not short even, or something. Not, yeah, he's just you know, well, he, you know, he's 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 better off. You know, you you, you want to put him at wide receiver and and you know because what you want to do is get the ball in his hands as much as possible, Bill. Yeah, he's a quarterback. He's going to yeah, have the ball in the his ball hands in his, every single play. Get the ball in his hands a lot. Yeah, yeah. Well, Bill's Bill's uh, an old thicker, but he thinks he's a genius. That's for sure. All right, we shall return. See if anybody has a daily complaint. Now on the ride with Roycey, let's hear the boys' daily complaints. What do you got, Manny? You guys remember Jonathan Martin, the uh, offensive oh lineman yes, from the Miami yes. Dolphins, the whole yes, deal with Richie that they Incognito. abused greatly, yes. Yeah, well, he is, uh, he's been getting himself into some trouble lately, and the latest on him is uh, he's now facing charges after a threatening Instagram post. Uh, he pleaded not guilty to four felony counts and one misdemeanor count in connection with a threatening Instagram post from last month. Uh, he surrendered in, in a California court on Tuesday, that being today, on an arrest warrant, according to the uh, L.A. District Attorney's Office. Uh, he faces four counts of making criminal threats and one count of carrying a loaded firearm in a vehicle during an incident on March 13th. What a mess. I think Richie Cog- Incognito was a jackass, but this kid's obviously got some emotional issues. Yes, he does. Yeah, in All fact, right. they, they they evaluated him, did they not? The Dolphins did, and yeah. just and said that very same thing, Pat, so you're, you're 100%. We only right. got time for you, Reavers. No, what go ahead. I, we only oh, got 20 seconds. Here's, here's my daily complaint. When Texas Western won the national championship <laughs> in 1966, they didn't bring a ladder out to let the black guys cut down the nets. They had to boost each other up. Little racism back then. Venture X from Capital One is the travel card for people always asking, Where next? You earn 10x miles on hotels and rental cars, and 5x miles on flights booked through Capital One Travel, and 2x miles on everything else you buy with Venture X. Plus, receive premium travel benefits like access to over 1,300 airport lounges. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. Did you know Nissan EVs have traveled 8 billion miles? Just a quick trip to Pluto and back. And what did we learn along the way? Well, that an EV can take on the world, like the Nissan LEAF. 
it can move racing forward and take your breath away like the all-new Nissan Aria. We learned to make EVs that electrify. 8 billion miles driven by LEAF owners globally since 2010. Aria not yet available for purchase. Expected availability late fall. Subject to change.